Good morning. Welcome back to the Neurosurgery Podcast and Merry Christmas to all of our listeners and to you, Dr. Wang. Here we are uh, talking on Christmas Day. In fact, this is not pre-recorded. Uh, Dr. Wang and I took a, a little time out of our mornings to give a season's greeting and a very Merry Christmas to all of you listening. Yeah, Merry Christmas, JP, to you and your family as well and to all of our neurosurgery listeners. Uh, it's just been a fantastic year. I'm sorry I've been away a little bit and, and you've been doing a fantastic job. Do you want to give our listeners an update on where we are in terms of our podcast metrics? Yeah, I mean, this is just phenomenal. I, I think that, honestly, neither of us really expected it to take off this much, but maybe we hoped and and uh, had some secret thoughts that we might make it here. But for a show geared toward neurosurgery and people ancillary to the field of neurosurgery, obviously that's kind of a small market in the grand scheme of things worldwide and podcast wide. But now looking back for all time since we started this show in November of 2019, we've had, we're just pushing 540,000 total listens in that time, which is just a phenomenal number. And, and in addition to that total count, I always pay attention to the average per week each week, we're pushing three to 4,000 listens to this show. And just tracking that over time, that has grown exponentially. Every year I'm looking at it, it keeps going up. So that is all thanks to you listening right now who keep coming back to hear me ramble and the high quality content from Dr. Wang and our guests. Yeah, I mean, it's really it's really a testament. I think neurosurgeons and neurosurgery uh, trainees, they, they really do everything above and beyond, including listening to this podcast. And it's been, if, if, if you've offered me a gift as a listener is to listen in and, and hear what we have to say, I've just uh, been waiting for my kids to wake up and open their gifts so I can go to the hospital and round. And JP, you, you just rounded, right? I, I just got home. This is uh, for, again, for anyone listening who's been with us from the beginning of this show, we, we started the show uh, when I matched and was an intern. And now you can uh, quake in your boots and be terrified. I'm actually a chief this weekend, which is kind of surreal, but I, I went and rounded at our county hospital and now I'm back home. Um, and, and to that point, actually, I, I do like to say around this time of year and the holidays each year on the show, we know that many, many, many of you listening are working today. We're working today and many of our listeners don't get to work from home like Dr. Wang and I do, hopefully. Um, and so for all of you, be you junior residents, uh, nursing in other fields, I mean, hell, police, police officers, firefighters, th there are so many vital portions of our economy and society that don't get to take a day off for these holidays. We know that you're out there. And if you're listening, uh, a very Merry Christmas to you. And thank you for being there for, for everyone today. Yeah, shout out on our side in Miami, uh, Tyler Cardinals at UMH rounding, Long D at Jackson, and Victor Liu sent me a picture there with Santa hats, seeing all the nurses and, and the patients. And I think about, you know, the season of giving, right? That's what Christmas is really about, that um, that this is a, a time to reflect on what we've been given and what we give others. And I think about, um, you know, of course, I, I give to my patients, I hope they feel it, that I give them... Uh, the best part of me to try to make them better, but they give me back something even greater, which is the opportunity to let them be helped. And for the trainees, for the trainees to be able to learn from their, 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 their problems, their disease process. And so from something that's so horrible, maybe, you know, a lot of good can emerge. And I think about that with every case I do. And of course, we're always deflated when people don't do as well as we'd like, or if we have a complication, but I think about how being a doctor and being a neurosurgeon, like it is really about 
um, giving, giving of ourselves and our patients returning that to us in kind, even though it's difficult with the healthcare system and malpractice and social media and all the problems that are out there today, that in this, on this day in particular, we can think about all that's been done for us and what we do for others. That's such a wonderful sentiment that I completely echo. I mean, th- this morning, you know what? This this will be fun. Um, I'm going to share a little vignette from my rounds this morning, and then I wonder, Dr. Wang, if you have any good stories from your career on Christmas stories from neurosurgery, be it rounds or uh, emergencies or even when you were resident. But this is a happy one. When I was rounding this morning, we, we went to see a post-op spine patient. She's a few days out from a fusion for a chance fracture that we're, uh, we were able to treat very well. Uh, with a minimally invasive approach. And she was uh, doing so well this morning that despite being alone in a hospital on Christmas morning, I got her to sing a verse of joy to the world for me. And you know what? She sounded pretty good. Wow. That's such a fantastic story. And, you know, I I am guilty of not taking the time um, of listening to the patients enough and hearing what they have to say, whether it be the thanks or the complaints or issues that they have. But when you take the time to dive into any one patient, right, there's so much there. There, It's so rich if you take the time. And, and again, we never have enough time, right? That's our problem. We don't have enough time to do that. And you listen to their stories, their personal stories of, of triumph and uh, tragedy. Um, tell us more about this patient because it's, how old was she? Uh, she's in her 60s. She's an older African-American lady who is um, in an accident. And in fact, she, she had this thoracic fracture, but uh, I think more importantly for her, she's got an aortic dissection as well. So the, the trauma service is taking good care of her. Unfortunately, this and her uh, spine fracture are, are both well in hand. She's doing quite well, obviously, if she's singing this morning, but she's just a, a very sweet, pleasant lady that I, you know, I'm just covering this weekend for the holiday. So I've only met her yesterday and then saw her again today. But uh, it, it's just, as you say, it, it's impressive and inspiring how she keeps her spirits up, even dealing with these injuries and uh, being alone, stuck in a hospital over the weekend and, and, of course, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So that really brought a, a little bit of light to my morning when uh, I had to go in on, on Christmas and walk around the hospital. And, and as we always talk about, the spectrum of patients that we see on neurosurgical rounds can be everything from an elective patient that got treated just for spine all the way to people in comas. And so this was a, you know, among that spectrum, this was a very pleasant interaction to have on rounds. Yeah. I mean, she's lucky to be alive. If she had an aortic injury and a fracture dislocation or chance fracture, two in combination, right? She easily could have died from, I mean, just from rupturing the aorta or bleeding to death or, or any number for that amount of injury, right? She's lucky to be alive. Right. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's there's so many stories out there. There's so many um, individual patients that we we touch every day, and I think about that. And you know, we're we're pretty hard nosed here. We think about um, you know getting the job done and doing a great job and being focused and learning and and all that. But but on the other side of that, there's the humanistic side. We probably don't talk enough about that. About the fact that we we are intimately woven in with these lives of our, and, and at this point I've done about uh, 8,000 surgeries and seen about uh-huh. 60,000 people uh, just in a, in a general basis and like the, the lives you touch. And, you know, I, I need to do a better job of that, right? As we, we probably should talk about New Year's resolutions next week, but um, I think right. about it as I get older and older that um, 
taking that time, of course, that's time away from your family and away from taking care of yourself too. So there's a, there's a price to be paid there. You know, I do think it's interesting that this is something we've talked about uh, a handful of times, Dr. Wang, but I think many of the attendings and senior neurosurgeons I've spoken with who express that same frustration that they don't have as much time to spend with the patients, I think that our system does a very good job of giving that attention to the patient, even if it doesn't come from you per se, either your residents or the nursing staff or your clinic staff and the APPs, mid-levels, NPs, you name it. I think that the patients, um, at least the ones I talk to, do feel like they're heard and do feel like they get the attention and compassion they need from our system. But frequently, I when, when I hear the more senior uh, or attending surgeons talk, it's more of a frustration on our end. And it's that the, the time you don't get to spend with the patient and those stories you don't get is more frustrating for you rather than the patient losing out on some kind of quality interaction. And, and I always notice that when you do have the time or when you do hear those stories, um, you, Dr. Wang, always react exactly as you did right now, like, wow, that's beautiful, that's inspiring. I wish I got to hear more of that, uh, even if we still give that emotional support to our patients. Um, but yeah. I think you just touched on a great idea. How about you and I in the next week think about a New Year's resolution that we can commit to in our practice uh, within neurosurgery? So set aside the typical diets and exercise regimens, and uh, certainly we're not going to talk about drinking less, but <laughs> but you and I can think of something for 2023 that we can bring to our very different and, and very different levels at work, but bring to our practice within neurosurgery and we can commit to that. What do you think? Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful message. And as we start the new year, uh, we are going to delve into a couple topics, uh, one of which is going to be on fellowships. And I think that we're going to have a lot of discussion surrounding the necessity of fellowships, when to do them, how to do them, where to do them. Um, and then we, we do want to touch base with all the applicants out there too, because we are in the thick of the interview season. This is a this is a very interesting year, JP, and, and we're, we're going to be talking uh, in detail about this because, wow, things, ha- it is, it, things have been shaken up by the COVID pandemic. Um, and, and very excited to get some guests on to talk about what it's like to interview at a program live versus not, and then second looks and all of that. And I know it's politically very complicated. We've gotten, we've gotten kind of polarizing on this, and there's a lot of stakeholders here. But I think you guys should look forward to tuning in if you're a trainee or you want to be a trainee into what those details might look like going into the future. Absolutely. So you can all look forward to hearing more about that, about fellowships. And as always, if you have questions, if you have suggestions, if you'd like to come on and discuss any of this with us, you know where to find us, neurosurgerypodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners and uh, some of our uh, best content, best ideas and best episodes. Uh, some of them have been suggested by people that write in. So we, we absolutely read the emails. We will respond. We love hearing from you. Uh, but with that, we're going to return to our families and uh, from our families to all of yours, a very Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week.